All right, what is going on, Facebook? How are you doing? I hope you're having a beautiful day. I thought I would um, give the Facebook Live a uh, a bit of a test here, uh, kind of see how see how it worked. I thought I'd see who uh, was actually on here. So trying to figure out um, all of the interesting things here. So okay, there we go. Anyway, why am I teaching the book of Enoch? I've had a few people ask me that. I've had a few people say, uh, Cub, your content is weird. And I get it. It is weird. And I'm okay with that. Uh, because as we go through the Bible, the Bible is super weird. Um, and I am speaking to people of different faith traditions, different backgrounds, different experiences. And... Um, it's important, I believe, to understand what's in Enoch because he was a scribe of God uh, and he spent a lot of time with angelic beings and a lot of time in the presence of the Lord. Uh, he was a scribe of God and so he, um, God even called him, I believe, a scribe of righteousness in the book of Enoch. Uh, so it's really important to me to share what's going on in that book because um, as it gets weird, as it gets... Um, prophetic in places, it ties in beautifully to what happens in uh, the Holy Bible, in the scriptures that we all know and love. Um, and if you don't know and love them, that's totally fine. And Enoch is a great place to start because it gives you a world view that starts with uh, interaction from angelic beings. And we see in all of these different cultures, we see in the Mayan culture, the Egyptian culture, uh, Mesopotamia. We see in the Hebrew culture uh, that there are stories and mythologies of gods taking uh, care of people and even manipulating people and uh, even slaughtering people and um, all of these weird, weird things um, that today in our modern society we may say, and we may say in our faith traditions, hey, we don't have a need for that. Um, we, we don't need to know uh, what our true origins are, or uh, let's just focus on the love that God has. And while I absolutely agree with that, I absolutely agree we should focus on the love that God has. Thank you guys for the hearts, by the way. Wanda, what's up? Welcome. Carrie, thanks for being here. Uh, Tr uh, Tricia Hare, thanks for being here. Vance, thanks for stopping by. Simon, uh, God bless you guys. Nova, what's up? Paul, thanks for being here. Kathy, Quentin, Dina and Camille, thank you guys for watching, um, and thank you for the hearts and for the love. I really appreciate it. Um, so anyway, what I wanted to talk about is, is the essence of why I'm teaching Enoch, because I've had a lot of really positive comments from people that are like, hey, I've never heard this before, or I've heard it, but I didn't understand it. Now I see how it ties in. Uh, I've also had a lot of negative comments from people saying, you know, hey, you shouldn't be teaching this. You're confusing people. And my point of view is that religions um, and traditions have confused people for centuries. And it's time that we just share the information so that we can take a holistic look at our roots, at our background, at who we are as, as the people of Earth, literally. Um, because if you just go and watch a show like Ancient Aliens, you will see, uh, you know, the History Channel does a lot of great research on kind of these ancient origins and what these gods 
or angelic beings or extraterrestrials or whatever you want to call them. And again, this stuff gets weird. But if we are to believe the salvation gospel, it's important that we understand the weird parts. And if it's weird in the Bible, it's important. And a lot of things in the Bible are spiritual. A lot of things are poetic. Some things are literal. Um, and it's hard to always discern how to take everything. I believe everything's a paradigm. I believe we can read everything literally, figuratively, spiritually, poetically, and there's a meaning behind it. That's just how I believe God did it. Uh, because to me, to read it any other way uh, ends up pretty fruitless for myself. So, um, And again, I'm not here just to talk religion. I'm here to talk faith and spirituality. Uh, I'm here to talk the paranormal. I'm here to answer, or at least, at least try to answer in a roundabout way, some of these weird questions that we all have. Why did angels fall? Why we even see in Genesis that there are fallen angels, that um, they manipulated humanity and that they took wives from the daughters of men and they tried to create their own their own race of humanity that was not in the hands of Yahweh, that it was not sanctioned by him. And that, to me, is really important to the salvation story, to the gospel of Christ, and why I believe in Christ's consciousness. I believe that he is within me. I believe the kingdom is within. I believe the words that he said and the acts that he did more now than I ever did, but in a totally different way. And that's where my faith has changed and shifted so much because of learning all of this stuff, kind of the fullness of what we believe. And if you start putting together the Mesopotamia uh, texts, the Egyptian texts, the Hebrew texts, and you start like looking at these timelines and you go, okay, they worshipped this God and then these people thousands of miles away worshipped this God. How is that possible that they all have the same type of effigies, they have the same type of belief systems, um, and even the names of these gods are super similar? Well, I found something in the Book of Enoch. When you go and read through the fallen angels' names, they all sound oddly similar to other gods in other cultures, uh, or at least the roots of them. And so I find that really interesting. And so in my belief... Just to put it out there, and you guys that have joined with the study, the link's down below there. You can check out that link anytime, and that will uh, take you over to my website, cupcooker.me, and I have all the study material there. And I'm not just studying this willy-nilly on my own. Um, I'm reading from the Books of Enoch, which has a bunch of different texts from the Dead Sea Scrolls in it, but I'm also reading from uh, Dr. Michael Heiser's book, Reversing Herman, which is really important to understanding the, the theology that connects all of this. So I am not a theologian. I am not an expert in scripture. I'm just weird enough and bold enough to say, hey, let's study this together as a community. And you guys have been incredible. Uh, we're at almost 50,000 here on Facebook. Thank you guys. God bless you for the support. Thank you for everyone that's bought books through my Amazon shop. Thank you for uh, the people who've supported on Patreon. We have a Patreon now where you can join for $3 a month, three bucks a month, and I'm dropping a new video, a private video on there every week, and then I go through and answer questions. And the private videos I'm dropping is not just this, like I'm doing training in there, like 
we go through the Bible and we look at how we can activate different things in our life. How do we find our gifts? How do we manifest God's kingdom? Uh, and how do we go out and actually change the world together? And so I'm able to do that through Patreon um, as, as I uh, move into doing this more and more full time. So uh, I'm really thankful for that. But anyway, back to Enoch. If it's weird, it's important. And Dr. Michael Heiser said that in his book, Reversing Herman. And he says that on his podcast all the time. If it's weird, it's important. And that's why I want to dig into it. I want to share with you guys what's important about it. Why is the book of Enoch possibly a key to tying all of these loose ends theologically together um, when we have been confused maybe by some things and don't quite understand what it means when Christ went to the cross and when he was uh, at Mount Hermon and said, uh, against my kingdom, the gates will not prevail. And then he said, uh, the gates of hell will not prevail. And then he put his hand on the rock another time and he said, uh, upon this rock, I will build my church. And we've turned that into theologically that, oh, he's talking about Peter, you know, rock, rock, Peter, rock, you know, he's the rock. Uh, when in all seriousness in the Hebrew culture, in the Jewish culture, he would have been talking about Mount Hermon, the rock where the watchers descended, where they did that thing, where they messed up the genetic purity and the human genome that Yahweh had set forth for us to have inner light and connect with him immediately just by being here, by being alive, by interacting with the Holy Breath, the Holy Spirit. We had all of that that we needed, but when the watchers came down and they started messing with our human genome, um, and that is biblical, guys. Like, I'm not making that stuff up. Like, you read your Bible... And that's what it says, that they came down and they took wives from the daughters of men and that the offspring of that was the Nephilim or the giants or the men of renown or old. And that's like where we get Gilgamesh from. That's where we get like Hercules. That's where we get uh, Goliath from and David and Goliath. So anyway, all this ties together and I'm super fascinated by it. I love it and I just want to share it with other people. Um, and when I started sharing it, I had some surprising reactions where people, I don't know, actually want to hear this stuff. And it's important to faith, maybe, uh, to understand the fullness of this. Sorry, i got to get a drink here. <clears throat> As I talk, the air is really dry today. So, uh, Yano, what's up? Welcome. Vicky, thanks for being here. Haps Addison, thanks for being here. Spencer, Kushaw, John, thanks for being here. Clayton Wells, Wendy, Keith. Stephanie, Dennis, thanks for being here. Vernon, um, Heather Rogers, Brian McMurray, uh, Lonnie, thanks for being here. James, thanks for joining. Uh, Brooke Ben, thanks for being here. Amy Lee, Nick, what's up? Uh, William, Kevin, Maria, thank you guys for being here. God bless you for the support. I really, really appreciate y'all. And I feel like I've been ne neglecting the Facebook community. So that's why I wanted to just stream here. I did a multi-stream yesterday, and it did pretty well, but my, my theory was that Facebook uh, favors videos like this that are just kind of live, off-the-cuff type videos, uh, and, and I think I'm right because we got a decent amount watching, and I'm sure that Facebook will push this video after the fact, so uh, that's my goal. Get this message out as much as possible. Uh, I'm all about kingdom manifesting. Uh, not mystical manifesting like, oh, I want a sports car, but like how do we connect so deeply with the Father 
so deeply with God that we actually go out and manifest the things of the kingdom on this earth. And that is what, you know, prepare the way for the Lord is coming. And, I, and that's what I'm here to do. Um, and I approach that through faith, spirituality, and the paranormal. And I talk about those three unique things on this show every single day uh, on this podcast. You'll be able to find this podcast over on uh, my podcast, just the Cub Cooker podcast. Um, and you can check that out. And there's a new episode every day. Um, and we're going through this Enoch study right now. Then we're going to be going through the Gospel of Thomas, which is uh, some more of the mystical words of Christ. Uh, I got a train going by here. Sorry. We'll wait for that train and I'll get a drink. Brandon Klein, what's up? Uh, Manu, what's up? Emma, thanks for being here. Richard, thanks for being here. Daniel, Bridget, Samuel, Michael, Vaughn. Thank you guys for joining. I appreciate you. So anyway, that's why I'm talking about this is because I find it highly interesting and highly important to my faith uh, because I'm interested in a faith now that changes the world. I'm interested in a faith that's not built on church or religion or doctrine or even the words that are in the canonized Bible that we have on our shelves because every construct we have in the world today was created some form or some fashion or manipulated or changed good or bad intentions I'm not saying by men um, and by uh, the Nicene Council and by church doctrine and all of these things and you know why is it that we have thousands of denominations why is it that we have thousands of religions um, because everyone's looking for God everyone is looking for a deeper faith and everyone's looking for truth and if they're not, and they don't admit that, then they're looking for something else to fill that. And that's what I've figured out what the void or the hole in people's lives is, is it's that void for truth, that void for true faith, that void to actually be able to manifest something beautiful and good from the kingdom. And I'm not here to call things uh, that it has to be inherently Christian or it has to be inherently from the Bible. I'm just trying to put together the picture from all of these texts that we have, all of the different faith traditions, and find the common thread of truth. Now, I am a professing follower of the way of Yeshua. So that's, that's what I am. But we have a lot of people on here. And what I think a lot of people don't get when they try to share their faith with people is a lot of this has been tarnished by religion, by the church, by doctrine and by the people that profess these very faiths and I'm guilty of that too I've done the same thing you know I'm sure at times in my life people have looked at me and gone oh really he's a Christian really um, trust me like I, we've all been there and I get that but when we try to like doctrinalize every little thing and we have like a book of discipline and we have this and that and we have well this is and it's only the king james bible it's only the nlt or it's only the whatever and i'm just tired of it guys i'm just tired of it and i want truth i want enlightenment i want to see god moving through people if christ's sacrifice was sufficient maybe we need to quit arguing and start manifesting the kingdom because christ said the kingdom is within you 
And that's one thing I cannot wait to get into is the Gospel of Thomas, which is going to render so much spiritual fruit. But before we even get to that, I've got to finish the Book of Enoch. And the Book of Enoch is, is deep, and it's tricky, and it's going to take us a while to get through. But um, it has been such a blessing. We've looked at the description of God. We've watched what the, the fallen angels have done. Uh, we've looked at the significance of Mount Hermon. We have looked at um, the hierarchies of angels. We've looked at where demons come from. We've looked at the Nephilim or the giants. Uh, we've looked at the prophecy of the coming flood. We looked at the prophecy of the coming prosperity. Not prosperity gospel. Everybody tries to demonize that thing. But God says that he will pour out blessings on his children. And I fully believe that. And in it doesn't matter you know, what faith you're claiming. If you're serving the one true God, then he pours out blessings on you. It doesn't mean that bad things don't happen in this world, but it does mean that he, always, he is always there to make a way. He's always there to bless his kids um, and really you know, to make a way for his message to come through. And sometimes that means we go through really crappy things in life so that we have a testimony so that he can show himself um, and I've seen that in my life, but sometimes it also means that what I think is a bad thing in my life actually turns out to be the best thing for me. Uh, I'm in the process right now of like losing my entire business from the, the COVID thing. I don't even want to say that on here, from the pandemic thing, um, the 2020 thing, uh, to the changing economy, like all of that stuff. Um, and then I find myself doing this full time. I find myself being able to share uh, what God's doing in my life and what he's pouring through me. And, and, and in a way that I've gone through everything I need to go through to understand that this is, not, this is not the same game of faith that I had before. This is not the same religion that I had before. This is a faith that he has just boiled down and distilled and allowed me to experience. And that's what I encourage all of us to do. No matter what background you are, agnostic, atheist, uh, Buddhist, Christian, Jewish, Catholic, I don't care what denomination, let's look to experience God. Because beyond all of these little terms that we throw around, I believe, and I think we have textual evidence through Scripture, through all different walks of Scripture, that God wants to experience us and he wants us to experience him and that whether you call him god whether you call uh, it the universe whether you call it the field the intelligence the divinity the divine i don't care what you call it if you are serving truth and light and you're serving the one true creator that's all i'm concerned with I don't care what you call him because no one knows his name. Yahweh in the Bible is a name that was given so that man could speak it without dropping dead, I believe. Um, all of these experiences, you look at Moses in the burning bush, terrifying stuff, guys. That's why on this channel I like to talk about the weird and the paranormal because I just watched this show, The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch on History Channel. And all these paranormal things are happening there. Lights in the sky, lights coming through the trees, shadowy figures, um, cattle mutilations, all kinds of weird stuff is happening there. 
Very similar to what we see in the Bible. Whenever an angel is present or a being of the kingdom or from the heavens is present, you see these really weird things happening. People know things. There's this telepathic transmission of data or information or a revelation or a prophecy, whatever you want to call it. You know, We have some archaic words to call it that religion is built up, and then we have some scientific words now. I don't think either of them do justice to what is really going on when we experience the paranormal experience of God. Because that is something altogether different. And I love looking at the paranormal and the supernatural around this because I think there's a lot of truth in that. Now, I'm not saying every entity we contact in that realm is of God because we see in the Bible that it's not. But we also over-spiritualize what's in the Bible and we imagine that men in white robes are the angels. When... A lot of times they're described as floating orbs. They are described as uh, beings that can cause loss of time, transmissions of data into people's brains. Uh, they consume uh, the sacrifices in some instances. Um, so it's like, what are these heavenly beings really? Um, and you know, why are we not experiencing them today? But I say we are. But we call the farmer that sees one of these things or has an experience with them, we call them crazy, but we call Moses a prophet. And so that's a difference to me between the prophetic and the science fiction is where is this coming from? What experience point of view is this coming from? And might it be something in the middle? Might it be something in the middle? It doesn't take away any divinity or angelic realm uh, authority of these beings, but it does maybe make sense that the kingdom uses technologies that we see floating and flying through the sky or fields to transmit these beings through time and space and through the fabric of our reality. And I know that's uncomfortable. A lot of you guys may go, well, hey, I don't like that. That's not what I feel. I don't feel good about that. I don't feel comfortable. And nowhere in the Bible is a true revelation of God comfortable. Now, we look a lot of times that once someone has experienced God a lot, then they say, you know, how loving, how wonderful, how kind he is. But only when you're in the presence of that being enough do you come to know them on that intimate level. And we have tried to turn that into an emotional reaction that we have in church when it should be a supernatural experience we have while we are in the wilderness, while we're in private, while we're in a hard time in our life, while we are seeking so deeply that we're willing to leave everything behind to follow him. And so there's my little sermon for today. I don't know. I hope that finds you guys well. And uh, this is a little different than TikTok. TikTok, there's a ton of uh, comments. We don't have a ton of comments, but we've had like several hundred people stopped by on this. So I really appreciate you guys. Drop me a question or comment if you want me to talk about something before I jump off. But I just wanted to bring this to Facebook directly because I really value you guys and you guys have stepped out and really supported this ministry. And I really, really appreciate that. And I don't want to just be streaming on TikTok uh, or streaming on YouTube or something when you guys have been really, really instrumental in helping me push this thing forward so I'm very thankful for that and I gotta get a drink sorry uh, 
talking that much in the dry Texas heat. So I'm out here in West Texas, um, like the very top of Texas. I don't know where a lot of you guys are. We have like, uh, I don't know, uh, last looked 48,000 on Facebook. Thank you guys. God bless you. And praise God uh, for doing that because that's not normal. <laughs> like that doesn't happen anymore on Facebook. And I'm, I'm really, really thankful uh, for you guys being here. So, uh, but all things are on my website, cubcooker.me, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.me. Uh, it should be on your screen. I, I put it in this little thing to be able to share. Um, anyway, I don't, I don't know how to put it back on the screen if there is a way, but, uh, yeah, there's not a way. Hopefully it's on your screen, but that's where you can buy the books. Uh, the Books of Enoch and Reversing Herman uh, by Dr. Michael Heiser are on my website through my Amazon affiliate. In fact, it's not an affiliate. It's an Amazon influencer account now. I'm really, really thankful for that. That's another thing God has done to just provide a way for this. Um, also, the Patreon's on there. If you guys want to join that, you're going to get like private content on there that's uh, tailored more for the community. It's more in the style of like training people up in their gifts and their talents to use them for God's kingdom. Um, and I've got some really, really cool content on there. Uh, we'll also have giveaways and goodies on there as well. So uh, anyway, you guys go check that out. Gene, what's up? Welcome. Julie, thanks for being here. Arthur, thanks for coming in. Jason, Anthony, uh, Shata, Janine, Josh, Richard, Charles, Terry, uh, Cynthia, Don, Mike, Tom, Shauna, Marco, Alan, Falcone, uh, Rodrigo, Matthew, Caleb, Jessica, Anita, Peter, Anthony, Saw, Nod, uh, Rotan, Jonathan, Jason Wilcox. What's up, everybody? Golly, thank you guys. A lot of people on today. So anyway, um, I hope this finds you well. Go check out the podcast if you want to just stay up on this series Let's figure it out, guys. That's what we're here for. We're not here to just be complacent, uh, get up in the morning, go to work, um, you know, come home, cook dinner, watch TV, and uh, one day, you know, one day we pass on. Like, that's not why we're here. We're here to make a ripple in time and space. We're here to be the imagers of God. And I don't care what you call him. You know there's a source in you you know where that's coming from and you know there's a consciousness you're connected to go serve that and it will reveal all to you i love you guys have a beautiful beautiful day thank you thank you facebook for the support thank you for all of this um hit me up on all the other socials at cub cuker c-u-b-k-u-k-e-r y'all have a beautiful day peace